Welcome to Aquarian Anarchy, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Chad. We're going to get to our special guest here in just a moment. Marcus is in the, in the wings waiting. We're going to read the quote real quick from Emma Goldman. The idealists and visionaries, foolish enough to throw caution to the winds and express their ardor and faith in some supreme deed, have advanced mankind and have enriched the world. And that is a great way to segue into what we did this weekend. Uh, myself and the man at the bottom of the screen, the podfather himself, the, the grift maniac supreme, Mr. Jonesy. What Thank you, you going to do, us. brother? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do shit except rejoice that we finally have power. Uh, three oh. days. I thought I was going to die. They said there was going to be three weeks. And uh, and then I was texting uh, Marcus and Nico. I was like, man, y'all, I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the show tonight. Nico's picking his dad up at the airport. Uh, family first. So we, uh, we, we, we give props to Nico. We wish he was here. Hopefully he'll be able to join us a little bit later, but he, I doubt he will. But um, now we had a hell of a weekend, didn't we? And uh, yes, I can't wait to yes. chop it up. That Marcus wanted to hear from us about, about our experiences and everything. So here's, here's our chance to, to jump off into that. But man, it was, uh, it was a crazy start to the weekend. And then like, it got weirder and weirder for me just because of that bitch Ida tearing at the uh, Louisiana Gulf Coast and, and uh, attacking my family while I was away. I had to hustle back, but uh, made it back in time. Yeah. I, no, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I no, no. Just, you know, I just... Yeah, we probably I ought just, to get it. I really, I really want to... A little bit you know, into that. We got some latency issues here. Yeah, no, is that me or you guys? I don't know. Marcus froze. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, Jonesy. What were you saying? No, I just really, you know, it, it, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy that you know how the weekend turned because we were having such a great time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We were building, meeting everybody, and then all of a sudden, you know, Chad's like kind of walking around, nursing the phone, and because I didn't know, you know, like when you, it's it's weird when you're in Vegas. It's like you know, there's not a lot of clocks around and stuff like that. If you're in a casino, it's almost like you're in this suspended animation. Yeah. And every time I go there, I feel like it's like one big long day and I don't ever go to sleep. It's, it's weird. So, you know, Chad's walking around, he's looking at his phone and I could just see his demeanor change. Mm. And I'm like, bro, what's going on? And then I look mm. on the news at the bar and he says a hurricane right smack dab in his home state, man. And I just my heart just went out to him because I know immediately as a dad and a, and a husband, you if you if you could fly home like Superman, you would, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And, and then, you know, his whole focus just went from the hotel weekend to that. And, uh, you know, he wasn't really able to enjoy the rest of the trip. And to be honest with you, for that matter, after I saw him stressed, it kind of, I felt <laughs> it too. It hit yeah, you had too. brother. I could see, yeah, 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 I could brother, see like man. a palpable uh, Jones. He was just kind of like, man, you all right, man? <laughs> like, man <it's laughs> okay, enjoy yourself, bro. Like, it's going to be all right. And, and at a certain point, I got to give a shout out to um, the wonderful Queen Halima. Oh, yeah, She like... She she really held it down. Like she she got so much of the stuff just like set up, like logistics and everything. And then when it came time, when all this stuff started coming down, um, she's trying to help me get flights to get back and everything. She's looking up stuff while I'm. She's like doing all this stuff. But the biggest thing I, I have to say, like this this really like hit me. <clears throat> I'm sitting there and I'm stressed and I'm like I'm preoccupied. I'm thinking about like all this stuff and I and I was t saying like, look, I'm I'm just really not. I'm not feeling it. I'm not, 
I'm, I'm here, but I'm not here. She's like, listen, she's like, you are doing everything you can do. There, there are no flights into Baton Rouge. There are no flights into New Orleans. You can't get there. We're going to get you to Houston as quickly, as soon as we can. And then you can drive back. She said, and knowing that, and knowing that you're doing everything that you can do, and you've already done everything that you can do, now you can allow yourself to just be present. And that was the night of the pool party. And I actually, like, that was one of the moments where going out there to that area where they had the pool and everything, and Taylor and I had a real good discussion. I got to take him into the uh, Aquarian Anarchy Indoctrination Chamber and, uh, <laughs> and answer some of his questions. Um, that was a really good experience, but I, I really owe a lot to, to Halima for kind of calming me down and getting me into that mindset of like, okay, yeah, I'm, it doesn't do me any good to just keep looking to see where the storm is and where it's going and all this kind of stuff. Cause I don't have any control over that. Um, and I've already done what I can, <laughs> you know, like I'm not, I'm not going to make it back before like Saturday midday or uh, not Saturday. Uh, it was Sunday midday and I made it in right before the damn thing made landfall and we were able to go fill up some sandbags. We didn't need them, but we, we filled them up anyway. Um, but you never know. Like, it's always better to be prepared. So, but it, yeah, it was it was definitely, um, it was tough to try to be there and really enjoy it. Because that's, when you do something like that, you want to try to, like, disconnect. Yeah. And, like, really uh -huh. just, like, focus and be there. And something like that happens, and you're immediately, like, you, you, you don't want to be there anymore. Like, you do. Like I wanted to be there, but not like that, you know. And so it, was, it it made it really tough. But I gotta, like I said, I gotta hand it to Halima. She helped kind of refocus me. And you too, like Jonesy, like you were you were there, knowing that I had your support. Um, that's what that's what men do. That's what brothers do for each other. Is we just kind of like we commiserate, and we because he knows like what it's like, you know, being a dad, having having kids that you're trying to get back to to see and take care of and everything. Um, and then once I kind of settled into like that realization that I had already done everything I could do and I was on my way when I was the, as soon as I could get out of there, I allowed myself to just kind of uh, experience it as much as I could. I, I still was a little distracted, but got to really meet some awesome people. Finally got to meet uh, uh, Taylor Madden in person. Finally got to meet Halima in person, got to meet Jonesy in person. Um, I've already met Marcus in person. But uh, but we haven't met all of I us wasn't together. There. Yeah, right. But you didn't get to meet all these folks together uh, in person. Um, got Let me to tell meet you something. When we Brody met in person, in person. have you yeah. guys ever seen? Ha, ha, have you ever seen when Arnold Schwarzenegger and a and uh, um Carl Weathers shake hands at the beginning of um at Predator? Yeah, I have. That's exactly what happened. Because <laughs> Jonesy, you son of a bitch. <laughs> nice. It was it was beautiful. It was a little bit like that. <laughs> Jonesy cool. came off the plane all decked out in fucking uh Lakers gear like a dumbass. And I was like, golly, this guy. <laughs> man, why do I gotta be a dumbass, man? I mean, I'm what's just wrong with, with you? you? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. No, but it was so cool. Like, and getting to meet Brody in person for the first time. And uh so I had already met Corey and Saul G before. I'm trying to th I'm trying to go through all the different people who I got to meet. You haven't met Brody time. before? You guys had a picture mm -mm. together, right? I thought you met no. Brody before. Oh no, shit, that's right. My bad. I did meet Brody. I met Brody in, in Atlanta too. Fuck, I forgot. Oh, I hadn't seen wow. Brody in person in a while. You're right. You're right. Wow. I did meet Brody over there in uh, in Atlanta for the Solutionary Summit last year. My bad, buddy. Don't hate, um, bro. I, my head is fucking not here still. Like I just for sure. 
<laughs> if you saw the shit that we've been doing, I waited in line three and a half hours today for gas for a generator. And now I just texted my sister. I was like, hey, I got all this gas. You can have it because I got power back now. Bro, um, you know you know what's funny? When you get those doomsday preppers, times like this, they're like, who's the idiot now? <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking right. 50 no, yeah, barrels really. of fucking gas in their yeah. backyard. Yeah. Right. All right. So yeah, in my defense, I, I filled up two gas cans. I still had two full ones, and I had used two over three days. She filled up like nine. So because she's going through them, she was burnt. I think she burned through. She ran her shit like nonstop for 18 hours. And I was like, look, you don't have to do all that. You just need to like run the refrigerator like two or three hours at a time for like, you know, every four or five hours or something like that. Just keep it, keep it cooling so that with and then don't open it unless you really, really need to. But she had that shit running like nonstop. And I was like, no, that's not necessary. Yeah, it, it, talking about the doomsday preppers, I'm no doomsday prepper, that's for sure. But I'll tell you what, some shit hits the fan, I'm not going to be in the grocery mm-hmm. store. Mm-mm. I got enough food to last me a little right, while. Right, right. I am not going to be in. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be in them stores. Yeah, man. So I feel like a major dickhead for now for thinking that I didn't I hadn't met Brody before when I totally had. Yeah, and me and Brody had like we, me and Brody had like a three hour conversation just the two of us when we were in Atlanta. <laughs> where we were just like chopping it up and like we really bonded. And I, I was like, oh damn, man, I feel like a dick. But oh well, I am. What can I say? I'm an asshole. Well, it's it's all, it's all right, man. That that's the reason why I'm Brody's favorite and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man, you gotta be somebody's favorite, Jonesy. Might as well be Brody's. I'm everybody's um, so, favorite. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, but like, and so one of the things that we did, you see Jonesy's wearing the hat. I'm wearing the hat. Shout out to Phil Foster. Um, got to meet meet him out there. Really cool dude. We did uh, we, we did probably about an hour, Jonesy, on his show, I think. Yeah, we, we, did, we did an hour, man. And it, it was, it was, a, shit, it, was it was a powerful, powerful conversation mm-hmm. that we had with Phil, man. It was, it was, um, it just, it, man, I, I, just everything, man. All of the conversations and all of the connections we made out there mm-hmm. were uh, very, very meaningful. You know yeah. what I mean? And you guys know I like to clown around a lot and everything, but this this whole situation, man, was had a, had a major impact on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and uh, it's, it's it's very hard to explain unless you were in the room. Mm-hmm. I kind of I've been kind of trying to like search for the the uh, the words to to explain what happened out there, but it's just. Sure. Yeah. It's just it was it was very profound because when you get people oh. who are trying to, sh- I'm sorry. Now I was just gonna no. go ahead. No, no, no. I'm 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 saying I, like when you get people who are trying to move in a certain direction mm-hmm. together in the same room, and we've all been working together, we've all been podcasting together, we've all been writing together, we've all been having conversations. Like I talk to Brody like every day. I talk to Chad every day. You know what right. I mean? And it's like, it goes beyond just all oh, these weird people that I don't know. It's like, you feel like your family because you talk all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And to actually be in a room and to spend time with him and to have a drink with him, it was, a, it, was it was just amazing, man. And to meet Phil, man, Phil was just an amazing guy, man. <laughs> I had to put this up here, Trisha. I wasn't, I wasn't seeing this. I don't have my glasses on, so uh, I got to look sexy for the camera. So uh, anyway, she said the poop party was lit. But uh, that's right. Clarified Listen, and so here was Taylor. Party. Taylor was saying shout out to everybody at Hotep Nation weekend. Taylor's in the audience watching. Shout out to Taylor. He 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 did it right. Like he's uh, there's some stuff coming. Y'all don't even know about it yet. I'm not gonna say, but Taylor has been putting work in and. Uh, Y'all are going to be amazed at the shit that came out of this weekend um, from a uh, 
from from an elements standpoint as we go forward with uh, with with what what Hotep Nation is bringing to the table. Um, nice. Jonesy Jonesy knows what I'm talking about because he was involved too. We got there's a lot of stuff that we did. We did some really cool yeah. stuff out there. Um, I, I tell you what, we had our Ocean's Elevens moment. And it, was, <laughs> and, and it was glorious. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But uh, no, it was good, and it was good to see. So we had uh, like Olivia Rondeau was out there as well. Patriot J um got to got to meet him in person uh finally uh got to see hotep virgin mary she was out there i don't know if y'all remember but marcus when we had uh hotep with it on way back when uh -huh. um and we talked about the the, the yellow square <laughs> that, that got posted for that was for sure. hotep virgin mary who who posted that um uh -oh. so uh so anyway i got to meet her that was really cool I, there were just so many people forgive me if i'm forgetting i didn't write down a list before i came on I've been dealing with some shit since I got back home. So if I left anybody out, please forgive. Uh, Chaz Desmond was out there. Uh, Hunter Miller. Uh, uh, they, we had some guys coming out who uh, some either with the Mogul Summit or other different things. So uh, and just associated with Hotep Nation who who check out all our stuff. So it was really cool. It was a great weekend to, to meet people. But the biggest part about it was, like Jonesy was saying, we'd like to goof off. We'd like to clown around. We'd like to have fun and party and everything. But we really had like some meaningful discussions. We had some meaningful like meeting of the minds where we put together some, some plans for like how we're going to um, do what we're doing better. We, we made some, some moves with like how the project that Jonesy and I have been working on is going to, is going to evolve um, with, uh, with Ant and Hotep Jesus. Um, that stuff was really productive and we got a lot of great shit coming. So, um, it, no, it was, man, it was epic. And I mean, it's Vegas. So like, right. you know, we, we went out a little bit and did a little bit of stuff too. And that was, that was pretty fun. Uh, sure. I lost $40 on a slot machine and, uh, that was about the <laughs> extent of 400. it. Yeah. I, I quit there. I still, I, I got a hundred out of the ATM and I, I put 40 in and I was like, you know what? I lost that 40 real quick. So I'm going to stop right now while I'm behind and not lose any more. Cause I need to be able to tip some of these waiters and stuff. Our, the wait staff, Shout out to Brody. I know I fucked up and like said I hadn't met him before, even though I had. But I have to say, Brody held us down at the fucking Ahern Hotel. And shout out to that whole crew. Like they, the meals were off the chain. The the accommodations were amazing. Like the the space was beautiful. Uh, Jonesy could probably go into a little bit more detail about like what he saw that that uh, that might have impressed him. But I was I was blown Man, away. I mean, just just the uh, the accommodations were incredible. Um, mm -hmm. Just the just the whole setup of the hotel, the rooms, the size of the rooms. I mean, every I mean, just the 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 food that we had, man. I think I probably gained five pounds, man. It was incredible. I know I, I did. Th yeah, it is. It was incredible, man. I, I was mean, back just, up to two fifteen when I got back. I was like, God let, damn. let me tell you something. You, you talking about five star accommodations, man? Five star accommodations, five star meals, great conversation. I mean. High, I mean, state of the art dining room, state of the art facilities. Mm -hmm. and we were able to get some great content when we were down there too. We were able to link with my man Cannon Hotep, man. That oh, was yeah. that Cannon. was that was Ed Cannon and his wife, man. Cannon Hotep, yeah, bro. Cannon Hotep, man. That was, that was a blessing, man. Wife. It was a blessing, man, to to meet Saul G and his wife, mm -hmm. Corey. Uh, you know, from from Middle Class Media, there too. Cash's oh, Cash's Cam, yeah. man. Great brother, man. Mm -hmm. Great brother, man. It's just it was just amazing, man, connecting with all of them guys, man. Oh, shout out to Tim Free, who one of our patrons, god damn, how did I forget Tim? Tim came out there, <laughs> not just showed up, but showed with up Aquarius Anarchy, Anarchy Gridskin shirt and everything. He Yo, was, nice. He was 
he was repping the set big time. He had the the whole thing with the. the we gotta get Jonesy one of our shirts too. No man, I think I'm gonna make hey. that happen. Hey 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 man, I I, I ordered I order I want to order another sweatshirt. My wife my wife freaking dried it and messed it up. She, oh, she, she dried it and messed. I think she did it on purpose. She's like why? She's like why you gotta tell everybody you're an anarchist? Don't act like you didn't want to wear a medium the whole time anyway. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Listen, I'm not talking about the size of the shirt. I'm talking about the actual the oh, iron on the Yeah, it's now it's just a black sweatshirt with uh, it looks like a like uh, a like an ink blot. Yeah, man, I got to get another one, man. I love that. So that's my favorite sweatshirt, man. I have a, 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 a Anaheim Angels hat I wear with it all the time. I love that sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I wish I could have made it out there. Amber and I talked about it over the weekend. We talked about how we felt our heart went out for Chad because we knew he was going through some shit, and we talked about that. And uh, But Amber and I talked about it because I've had similar uh, experiences with LP stuff. Oh, oh. Jonesy took himself out. I think so. All right. So, um, you all right, man? Oh, you, Jonesy, sorry. you good? Oh no, yeah, no, I'm all good. Right. No, 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 I'm sorry. I, I just gotta. I didn't want to say this on air. I gotta run to the door. I think the fire department's at my door. Uh oh. All right, go ahead. Okay. Back. <laughs> all right, right on. No, but I, I, I've had similar experiences to a degree. The difference is like when, when I went to Texas with uh, Adam or, or I went to Arizona with Adam, I also went to um, Louisiana, but, um, but that kind of made sense that it was all work, but it was, it was hard. I, I worked my fucking ass mm-hmm. off the entire mm-hmm. time. I walked around like a madman trying to, you know, talk to people and do my job, trying to get people, you know, interviewed and those kinds of things. And that's kind of how I feel like Brody was this weekend. He was like, yeah, trying to enjoy, you know, meeting or, or even though I had met him before, but, or seeing people again, mm-hmm. um, getting to spend time with people, you know, like you want to, you want to hang out and, and chill with your friends. You don't get, we don't get to see each other that often in person. And, right. uh, Brody's doing that, but he's also, and Halima too. Like they were both like kind of, they, they, they were like what I was feeling towards the end. They felt like that the whole time where they were torn right. between the logistics and actually being able to enjoy and, 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 and really, really relax. Um, and so, you know, I get a lot of credit to them. And Hotep Jesus too, because he was a lot of the stuff was um, was kind of taken care of before, but he still mm-hmm. had to do a lot of the you know because he, right. he was kind of the 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 leader, the kingpin of the whole thing. But um, but no, they were dealing with a lot of logistics stuff and everything, and trying to make it make it as enjoyable for everybody else, so that we just got to wake up in the morning and go to breakfast. But right. they made sure that we all had you know, breakfast taken care of. Right. And when Jonesy gets back, we're going to talk about breakfast because holy shit. Nice. Holy <laughs> shit. Breakfast. Um, I yeah, got yeah. to throw, throw one to P- Patriot J. Holy shit. Um, that was uh, the breakfast. Whew. It was good. Yeah. shit. But um, no, it was, so, it was it, I want to let you finish what you were saying about the, uh, the, the stuff that you did with. Um, yeah. With, with the LP I was and just saying, how- yeah, I was just saying that, that, uh, that it was different though, because, you know, with the LP, there's people that hate my ass, <laughs> you know, there, there's people that, that, you know, because I'm not this particular kind of libertarian that, that they didn't like me, you know? And, uh, and so I, I really, I would really like Amber and I had a conversation and if, if we can, 
you know, you, you look around at a bunch of hoteps. Look, there's a big, who's that big fat white guy? Oh, that's Marcus. Oh, you <laughs> wouldn't have been alone. There were, we had, we had, we had, we had our, we had the white hotep contingent there. It's all good. You'd have, you'd have fit in just perfect. Plus, dude, you'd have been a fucking rock star over there, man. And you know how many people love you? Mm. You, you, you're, a, you're I don't know big about time. that, but you're big time, Marcus. No, you're big time. You just don't know it. Trust me. Shit. Yeah. No, you you don't know, <laughs> but it's true. Well, um, no, but, but either but shout way, out to, uh, shout out to Phil know. Foster and George, um, <laughs> who was out there doing doing all that stuff because they they were. Uh, I had never met them before, and I had just seen like Phil on like a couple of our little Twitter spaces, and it was uh, mm-hmm. they were like some of the coolest people. It was it was really. I was like I was like, damn man, I, this just out of nowhere. Here come these guys that are like totally down with the work we're doing. And they want to like collaborate. We're going to be doing some stuff with them Very and everything. Cool. Shot this real cool interview and everything. And George is like a great photographer. He was shooting all kind of pictures. He was like taking everybody's phone. Like he had his own camera, but nice. then he was also like, if you had a phone, he's like, let me here. I'll take your pictures. And he's like taking like 19 different angles and shit while you're doing it all in like 20 seconds. Very cool. So it was way better than being at a family reunion. So. Uh, no doubt. And yeah, well, b- because, you know, and I love family, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I mean, the ideas, I, one of the things that I think really makes the the whole Hotep Nation a, a very good ally for us is one, we're not trying to fucking just be, you know, intellectual, although we're capable of doing intellectual mm-hmm. shit, but we're also interested in getting to the heart. And th- these mm-hmm. are those kinds of people. And they're just mm-hmm. the kind of people that really you know, spells, these are the people that are going to help free the world because let's be blunt, you know, screaming at somebody that they're wrong. Isn't the way you, that you, you know, convince anybody of shit. And, you know, one of the things that I said today, just actually probably about an hour ago is, you know, people are constantly being divided and conquered. You know, the thing is some people say, well, some of those hoteps are pretty statist. Okay. Okay. So was I, you know, I was status not too long ago, you know, Mm -hmm. there are people today. I I personally think that I am about as anarchist as you can get, but there are people that think I'm status because I don't care to fuck with the LP Mm -hmm. once in a while, you know, so. So I, I, that shit's bullshit. It, it, to me, it's going to take a bunch of different people really caring to to make the world a better place. And those are people that have ideas, and not just ideas about freedom, but ideas about you know business and entrepreneurship, and really you know I, I just talked to a guy this past weekend about the ideas that Yancey's put into my head about uh, the Hotep mm-hmm. and Build ideas. Talked to a guy who uh, owns a, uh, Michael introduced me to who owns a, uh, a storage business. And I, because I, one of the many things we were looking at was a possible storage business. And he told us, don't do that. Don't, mm. don't No, That's a bad idea. And I and, and explained why he said, when I did it, yeah, I made some money, but, but that's about to go away. So you don't want to do that. Mm. And he gave us some ideas about how we can develop in this area. Um, like, you know, one of the things we're talking, about is you know trying to build a like basically a trailer park and um and he said well even if you can't do the trailer park get the slabs and shit put in and have it to where people can have their like rvs parked there RVs, for, for yeah, a yeah. year mm-hmm. and then develop from that and and i was like oh that's a good idea you know right, so right Shout so those are the kinds of people Lasagna. sorry i've been eating in your ear the whole time but damn 
All right. It's all good. Over man. here, because I don't have internet at my house. We just got power back, but I don't have no internet. But damn, this lasagna's banging. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know. It, but yeah, that's that's uh that's that's a big part of it is that um I was gonna say like you know it, a lot of people talk about how politics is downstream of culture. Uh -huh. You good? Oh yeah, everything's good. All right, you, get, you came back good. quick, so hopefully that means good stuff. Yeah, it's um, all good. But politics is downstream of culture, and that's a big part of like as much as anything else. I think this is uh, this is less a political movement and more and and even less like an intellectual movement and more of like a cultural movement. This right. is about like reestablishing um, dominion. What the what the nuclear family looks like. What mm -hmm. men are supposed to be doing to to be the the anchor and the leadership of that, and and the provider and the protector of that, and then also like how everything else kind of like fills in with that and and makes it to where we have this symbiosis that mm -hmm. makes us stronger than we are separate. Yeah. So um, and and if you can do that and if you can build a culture like that that is kind of countercultural. Now you actually have something that's worth worth being a part of and worth contributing to because it doesn't make a shit if you go get one city council member elected if the whole rest of the culture is fucked because that's what's going to drive everything else. What you have to right. do is you have to like lead and provide an example and then your element of that culture kind of insulates itself from some of the bullshit and keeps your head on a swivel to where you're able to move and shake. And that's where like being in, in the room with some of these, I really feel like, and I, I told my wife this before I left and, and I was I still haven't given up hope on Miami for this weekend, but it's looking pretty bleak. My, my shit out of new Orleans got canceled for obvious reasons. I'm trying to see if there's another way to do it, but I'm probably going to have to to stick around uh, and stay home. Um, but we got power, all that stuff's good. But anyway, the uh, the the ability to be in the same room with some of these people, these are like I think like really heavy hitters who sure. I would say are like on par with we talk about like Thomas Paine, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, Patrick Henry, like that that's uh, I'm not even gonna fucking like downplay it. That's who we are to me. We are cool. those people again. I'm talking about you too, Marcus. Don't say cool. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting. Like, I don't this think is, you're bullshitting. We, we have, we have, a, we have a squad of people, and I'm not just talking about the little, the little group of people that that we've had on on our podcast or or anything like that. But like when you combine like that with like all of Hotep Nation with the folks in that that are doing some of the good stuff in the LP, then you take that to like Maj and the Solutionaries and that group, and you bring all of this stuff together, and you see like how this stuff is moving it's building enough momentum and that snowball is growing in size enough to where the sean hannity's and rush limbaugh's of the world are going to look like wow remember the, when those guys thought they were shaping culture well rush limbaugh yeah. if for him to look at anything right now that'd be pretty fucking amazing because he's know, dead i'm talking about <laughs> looking at them. i'm not saying rush limbaugh to look at it Anyway, you know, well, these guys are making a difference. <laughs> no, I really feel like that. I, 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 and I, I think there's something powerful about like actually not being afraid to say that shit too. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we shrink away from, from that stuff and we have like a, 
a false humility with with some of that stuff. And well, I, I never have that. had a false humility. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, hey, listen, Podfather, George Washington. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, I, had to, I waited until you got back to show this. Uh, Daryl wanted to let you know his girlfriend hijacked his Black Guns Matter and Aquarian Anarchy sweatshirts. That's so awesome. So it could be worse. <laughs> right, that's that way, awesome. That would, be, that would be better if your if your wife just took it and then like was like repping it. Then then that would be better. <laughs> nah, she didn't do it on purpose, man. I just, I just screwed around. She just, you know what I'm saying? You know, I come there, you know what I mean? I'm not the smallest guy in the world. I got a, I got an anarchy sweatshirt on with a Raider hat and looking all, you know, with army fatigue pants and boots and shit. It's not, it's see, not like I'm, it. See, I'm, I'm, I'm not the most inviting person in the world. You know what I mean? When I'm sitting there at my kids freaking cheerleading and stuff like that i'm sitting here looking <laughs> with, like your, wanna... with your shades on like you're in the cia or something like yeah, that. yeah yeah you know how i do man like, so like people are looking at me like, are you looking at me kid <laughs> right but see, yeah, this, and the kid's me, like no, i won't look at you i wasn't looking at you <laughs> right for me i'm like, like that, that would be my typical what i want <laughs> like that's the image that i would love to have <laughs> like, because for me i like being kind of a teddy bear with a potty mouth i like <laughs> the, the idea of, you know uh, that's it you're, i like the you're, idea. The, you're the like you're the like real life embodiment of uh Billy Bob Thornton's bad Santa. Yeah, he's, I, I, I've been calling him bad Santa. He's definitely bad Santa. <laughs> definitely bad Santa. <laughs> I'm with that. But uh, you know, I I'm with Jonesy though. You know, I I claimed uh, be, you know to try to shoot uh, and, and for that matter, you Chad. I'm 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 all about. I'm shooting at Thomas Paine. I mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I, I I certainly uh, think Got that to. we that we have that kind of potential. And I really mm-hmm. do think that the Hotep nation has, has the, the better, I guess branding is the better mm-hmm. way to put it because it, it, you know, you don't watch Hotep's been told you just because they talk about the news. You, you watch right. it because it's funny. You watch it because, y- you know, you get to, to laugh along with them and, and, you know, that, that kind of environment is um, constructive and it brings people together, mm-hmm. you know, in a world where they're trying to get us pitted against each other, whether it's based on race or sexual orientation or whatever the hell it is that they're trying to, to break us into division that today it's been abortion, whatever mm-hmm. it is, they're trying to break us apart with, you know, when there's a, a unifying message like, like the Hotep nation has, that that's powerful shit then and that that it can be transformative and can i take, can I take an opportunity to, to 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 dig into what something you just said you said so there there's some shit going on about abortion today yeah yeah oh okay so let me let me break it down for everybody real quick all right let me tell you what the fuck is really going on in this world all right jonesy you just came back from from y- y'all got some shit going on with a storm Y'all got like uh, tornadoes and shit popping and everything. We just we just dealt with this uh, the 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 first wave of that shit, Hurricane Ida coming through, tearing through Louisiana, going through Mississippi and all the way up Tennessee and everything else. Let me tell you what what my day consisted of today. My day today consisted of where's the gas? Um, how are we gonna how are we gonna get get food ready? Um, who needs gas? Who needs limbs picked up? Who needs limbs cut up? That kind of shit. That's what we're dealing with. 
All right. So I, I just want to bring that into, into perspective because when you're dealing with the shit that really matters at the ground level and that, that like is really like life and death for some people, all these divisive issues on a national scale don't even Amen. fucking register. I had no idea that was even a topic. I've been that yeah. disconnected because instead it's been yeah. about like I'm sitting in the car. My sister's a, a nurse practitioner. She's trying to get, she's trying to make sure like her patients and stuff like that have like the medication that they need because they're running out and they don't have a way to get to it because all the pharmacies are closed and all this other shit is closed. And like nobody has power and trying to figure out where you're going to get this and where you're going to get that. Those are the kinds of things that are going on in people's everyday lives and all this other stuff that is meant just to divide people on politics and divide people yep. on who's going to be president in, in three years and all this other nonsense that mm -hmm. I wrote, I wrote an article today about, and i talked about how people think that the, the social responsibility is going into a booth, standing in line and going into a booth and pushing a button once every four years. Meanwhile, there's all kind of all this other shit going on in your neighborhood. And you wonder why the shit that's happening is happening. The reason why is because you're not doing the stuff at your local level right. with yourself first. First, take care of yourself. Once you've taken care of yourself, now take care of your family, lead your family, protect your family, uh, teach your family, and provide for your family. Now they're kind of in a way, they're they're almost like you've you've inoculated them from the bullshit. My kids come back from school and they tell me they're like, huh, look at this, look at look at what my teacher said. That's how they tell me that stuff. They're not getting indoctrinated right. by that stuff. They're coming back and they tell me, like, look at this dumbass. Look at what this bullshit <laughs> nice. they tried to teach me. Like, and then look listen to what I said when they said that shit. You know, like that's how that's how that stuff, that's how that stuff works. And then from that you build out and you build out to your to your community. My my son went across the street, helped the older uh, folks across the street pick up branches and stuff in their yard, clean up the debris and everything. Like these are the things that if we're doing those things, um, a lot of that other stuff really starts to not matter anymore because people actually feel like somebody cares about them and it's harder to divide people. It's harder to divide people even on this stab, no stab uh, dividing line that's been drawn when – you know, my next door neighbor who the last time we had something like this, we had a big storm. It, the, the lake flooded and it pushed a bunch of debris up into his yard. My boys went over there and cleaned up his debris. He's older. He, you know, they, they just went over there and cleaned all the stuff up. Well, now if the issue comes up like, hey, did you guys get the thing? Well, now he can't really say like, well, you don't care about me. Right. And my, you know, you don't care about me. You must not care about me. You're selfish because you won't get that thing stuck in you. Like, oh, really? I'm selfish? Me who went over like unsolicited and went over there and like cleaned your shit out of your yard so you didn't have to do it? I don't care. I'm selfish. Fuck out of yeah. here. Look, so, anyway, man, and that, yep. and, but it's not even from that, it's not even coming at it from that standpoint. But what it does is it disarms a lot of that, that animosity that people sometimes have. And you see it a lot on social media. That's why, like, I think the social media stuff, the 24-hour news cycle, and all the other stuff, the TV shows and everything, is a way of just, like, getting us into this, like, false world. Bro, look, the, all of this stuff, all, all of these years, you know, in, in, in art, they say, you know, life imitates art or art imitates life, however that goes. If, if you look at, like, George Orwell's 1984, having a 24-hour news cycle is just that. 
Mm-hmm. It's that big yeah. screen indoctrinating you with that mm-hmm. message all the time. You know, you have on a phone on your hip. That's that's the mark of the beast. It's For sure. that's with you all the time. That's the microchip that they put in. You don't have to put it in you. It's external. Mm, and, sure. and and now and now they're trying to put something in you with like, you know, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't want to get into you know all of the the, the conspiracy because they're flagging channels for conspiracy yeah. theories. But, well, but what yeah, I, even that we don't know, like I don't have to know yeah, to know yeah. that I don't want the shit. Yeah, <laughs> look, so I'm not even gonna let's let's let's, let's transition away from the jab. Right. But what I yeah. will tell you is is this: what I saw this weekend was what really matters. Mm-hmm. You know, you have people from different walks of life, different ethnicities, different parts of the country come together with a commonality, right? And build something, build relationships that are going to last forevermore. I didn't think one time, man, about what color somebody was, what religion somebody was, what sexual orientation somebody was. I didn't care. Mm -hmm. We were just all there building, having a good time building relationships and and I keep saying build 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 because that's what this was all about Brody 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 is the person who put that whole saying out there Hotep and Bill and let me tell you something man that is the most succinct way I can explain everything that transpired man you know Hotep Jesus and and, you know Doe and all of them guys and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and MG and you know, like the, the architects of this stuff, man, mm-hmm. you know, the, the vision that they had is being realized on a micro level and it's going to and it's going to spread because, you know, we have people who were there in the hotel with us that were so intrigued about what was going on. They didn't know what it was. They were sitting there and they would like, you know, what is it? You know, is it, is it a religious group? Because, you know, it's Hotep Jesus. So they're thinking it's a religious group. <laughs> right. like, oh, don't, don't serve them any alcohol. We're like, whoa, 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 easy. Whoa. Easy. Whoa. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. We're not that. And hit this. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you smelled outside, you could tell that. No, I'm just <laughs> Whoa, whoa. E- see, whoa, look whoa, at this whoa. guy. Then, I'm just I mean, saying, like, <laughs> you know, you could tell people had gas. That's all. Yeah, and, and it was crazy, man, because during the, the, the meeting, the FBI showed up. And when, <laughs> and, when, and when the FBI showed up, they looked suspiciously like Chad. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me see if I can find. I just have the, uh, there's there's the, I don't know if everybody can see it, but. Oh, my God. Is that really an FBI agent or is that no, you? That's me. That's me and okay. my FBI costume. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what six the weeks fuck? Prior, six weeks prior to Hotep Nation weekend, I ordered an FBI costume on Amazon. That's funny. And, uh, it came he actually in, got it from Quantico. Came and, in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. No, but it was it was good. You. So the, it was awesome. funny. I, did, I, was, I was trying to figure out how I was going to how I was going to do that whole thing. And um, when so like they did this thing where they they were interviewing folks like Brian uh, Hotep Jesus was interviewing people before Hotep's been told you on Thursday, um, and he brought like Cash's cam up, he brought uh, Jonesy up, he brought Cannon Hotep up. Um, I'm trying to think of who else he brought up there. Anyway, he brought a bunch of different. Oh, Saul G Saul, went up there. Saul, yeah, yeah. And then you know then Unk comes up there and they do the they do the show, and um, as they start the show. They start going into you know, like, yeah, man, this thing almost didn't happen. They tried to cancel us and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, they tried to shut us down and all this stuff. And I was like, 
this is it. This is the moment right now. So I run back. I had it all set up. I had it in my in my laptop bag, and it was like in between these two curtains that they had, like uh, back at the behind the crowd. And so I just went in. I hid behind one of the curtains. I grabbed the jacket, threw it on. Grabbed the hat, threw it on. Had this. I bought these sunglasses for like twelve dollars at Target the the week, day before I left for the trip. And uh, and so I just charged up the middle of the aisle. <laughs> Or whatever, like that, and uh, and I was just like, I'm here to shut this thing down right now. He's like, be here, we're here to shut this damn thing down in the name of the federal government. <laughs> that's right, that's right. That's awesome. Oh, shit. So it was, it was fun. Like it, we had a lot of fun, but it was, it, it definitely was serious. And yeah, and I, I didn't want to. Uh, I was going through all the people who everybody didn't obviously expect to be there. Um, but I, I, I failed to mention Hotep Jesus, Uncle Hotep. Uh, Doe Dubes and then uh, MG, like the the founders of of Hotep Nation. It was a it was a great weekend to get all those people in the same building together and talk about a lot of the same types of visions, but with our own little flavor to it, our own angles to it, and our own talents. Like everybody doesn't have the same talents, and I thought it was really cool. Like Taylor, Taylor and I had a, had a good conversation. Um, apart from the Aquarian Anarchy Indoctrination Chamber episode that we had at the pool party um, in person. Um, it's the first ever. Uh, Taylor, like, <laughs> Did he, it work? He's, uh, he's one of a kind. He got that, he got that special treatment. But, uh, but no, we had another conversation when we were, we were up uh, working on some other stuff, some uh, video work and everything. And I was telling him, like, look, man, like, I... The thing that I love about Hotep Nation is that everybody is is building for what the vision is and there's so little ego behind it because if it were, if it were an ego driven thing, I might be, I might feel threatened by Taylor. Taylor does similar stuff than I do. Does a lot of it way better than I do. Um, Cause I had, you know, I put together a little intro video and everything last April for, for the show for who has been told you. And I was kind of proud of that thing. And, uh, and then Taylor has like, He's got so much more like knowledge of this stuff. He's been, you know, working with the, the Adobe Premiere, all these different softwares and everything, and and he's got all this gear and knows how to use it. Like he's using this like stabilizer camera and all this stuff, doing all these wild ass shots, getting all this cool stuff. If if it were an ego thing, I would feel threatened by that because it's like, no, I was the video guy first. Oh shit! Here we go. Who's that? Oh, that's you. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I thought. Well, I, it could be here. You never know. <laughs> um anyway i could feel threatened by that like hey wait the i'm the video guy i was the video guy first you know what are you doing coming in here on my territory but no i was like no this is great because what i had envisioned for where i thought this stuff could go i'm not capable of doing it i have yeah. i have a full-time job that like makes it really difficult i'm driving too much I can't sit in front of the computer. My computers, I don't have the resources that, uh -huh. you know, in terms of like how good, how fast the computer is. And equipment, doing everything, all the, the equipment, way around. All that stuff. And the expertise, like he's just so, he does this stuff like that. And he's like teaching me stuff. That's the other thing that's cool because I don't have an ego. Now Taylor's teaching me how to do stuff. Right. You know, this guy who's younger than me is teaching me how to do stuff so that I can be better. And we're helping each other. And the grifties are what they are because Taylor was like, hey, we're going to do this thing, but I need your help. And he wasn't like, hey, fuck you. I don't need you, old man. He was like, no, look, I need you to kind of help with this stuff. You do what you're good at. I'll do what I'm good at. We work together, and that's how 
how that thing happened the way that it happened with the, the video clips and everything. And so that's, that's just like a little small example of how I think so much of this stuff just kind of like meshes together. We have yeah. all these different skill sets coming together, all these different drives and visions coming together, but the main vision is the same vision. And that's, what's beautiful. Yeah. You have, you have, you have guys like Taylor who would have never in, in a million years run into a guy like me. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. And never in a million years. Yeah. And we had a great conversation. <laughs> conversation we have it. Yeah, that was yeah we had a great conversation, yeah. man. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's just like that's what it's all about. It's about building a real nation. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's it's nation building. When you talk about building, what, what, what we've done is we have people who can actually help each other. Mm-hmm. Right. For real, at a, at a, at a, at a, voluntarily at a, at a micro level, we can all help each right. other. We can all put our put our put everything that we're doing together and make something great collectively. And, and 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 the only thing that you got to realize is is that you know, one, put your ego to the side. Two, check all your preconceived notions about people to the side, all your prejudices, all your nonsense. Just check that stuff to the side. Mm-hmm. And if you just open up to people and you're good to people, they'll be good to you, man. And 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 it's really, it it, it was it was very very humbling. You know what I'm saying? I'm just proud of of of, uh, of Hotep Jesus. I'm proud of I'm, I'm I'm really proud of him. You know what I mean? Because I known him a really really long time, and uh, he's a buddy of mine. And it just to see. You know, him manifest something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like when he was younger, trying to get on and doing his thing, getting his message out there, and to find people and to connect all of these people is just a beautiful thing to see, man. It really is. I I can't uh I can't express how you know. And I, I you know I know this episode. You know, we we've talked about it, but this episode we really I, I don't know, man. You know, it's it's nothing. Is I don't feel like this is something to joke about. I right. think right. now more than ever in this world, we need to connect. They, they've spent two years trying to break everybody apart. They spent two years trying to freaking kill everybody's spirit, make everybody feel isolated, make everybody right. feel like they don't matter and they're insignificant and they don't have any rights. And they try to make people feel like they, they, what they want to do in their life and their hopes and their dreams don't matter. Like you're just part of this, 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 this like consortium of, 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 of the machine. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. What this shows me is, man, I just bumped into a bunch of people who feel the same way I do. And I bumped into a bunch of people who are willing to put, you know, everything on the line just to make things better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and we're not That's even beautiful. talking about doing anything wrong or anything, man. It's just putting everything on the line in a sense where like, hey, man, some people, you know, might have not been able to afford to do that. Maybe right. maybe there's a bill that won't get paid because they came out there because you had a lot of younger mm-hmm. people who are not in a position in life that I'm in and that Chad is in mm-hmm. and a lot of young people there. And that mm-hmm. makes me hopeful for the future. You have for more sure. people that were younger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Than 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 us old farts. Mm-hmm. This was this was a movement that was oversaw by the elders, and and it was carried out by the young people. And it was just, it's just right. a beautiful thing, man. And I'm I don't mean to talk too much, but no, no man, no, you're that's, talking that's, plenty. That's what I that's, felt too. That's what that, I felt the, too. The, the the thing is, what you're talking about is, 
is is the dream. And, you know, we like to label shit. We like to to say, you know, I'm an anarchist or I'm a hotep or I'm a this or I'm a that. And it, ultimately, none of that shit really matters. What matters is what's in people's hearts. And, you know, the, it, it is that, it, you know, comes back to the, what I talked about earlier, where, you know, it, it is a movement that brings people together. You know, the Ultimately, this was started, um, you, you know, the whole idea of the Hotep Nation was largely built on, you know, black identity. And look at me. Look at me. You can get a whole lot more white than me. And I, I don't and know. I feel, <laughs> and I feel look a little home. like Danny Glover. There's a little glint. It's down here. But, um, <laughs> There he goes again. again. So, but, but, you know, I feel um, like within the Hotep Nation, I feel that I'm accepted, that I'm welcomed, that I'm appreciated within the Hotep Nation. And man, that that's powerful shit. And when you put principles with it, when you when you're not only welcoming, but you're saying, okay, you're welcome here, but we're going to be good to folks. We're going to build mm-hmm. together. We're going to do the things that Jonesy talked about. We're gonna we're gonna put ideas to the road and and get them done. You know, we're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about all of these different ideas, and we're going to put people together that have different ideas and see what comes out of that. When you add that to the the marketing of Hotep Nation, man, this is just the infancy of what this is going to become. And who knows? It may morph. It may change. It may evolve into something that's slightly different. We don't know. But it is a movement, and it's powerful. And that power is moving from, from group to group to group. You know, there is now a, a uh, contingent of Hotep adjacent people in the Mises caucus and the libertarian party mm-hmm. because of Hotep Jesus and because of Chad and, and those kinds of people doing that there, you know, you have uh, Olivia, for instance, interviewing um, anarchists, you know, whether it's, it's uh, right. you're talking <laughs> about Carrie and Wedlow going on and, Tim Poole and, you know, and, and right. all this yeah, yeah. it's like, Oh my God. It, it, it's funny. I was about to rename Chad Hotep Mises. Maybe we save that for uh, for Michael Heiss. We, we'll try to get try to get Heiss on, and uh, and we can we can talk about that. But uh, but no, but so right. I wanted to say like when well both of y'all kind of touched on this. Um, yes, not to downplay, this is huge that you have all these people, all these like minded folks coming together and building together, and and meet this meeting of the minds where we collaborate and we build together and we meet in, in physical proximity so that, because there's a different energy there. It was palpable. You could feel it. You could taste it. It was like, it was real. Like it was, there was power in that building. Okay. That's what she said. Oh, Hey, Hey, Uh, but, (laughs) but beyond that, it's what it does for other people who are looking from the outside, looking in and who, who, have a hunch who have an idea who have an inkling of like what some of the answers are but they aren't they can't put a name to it they can't put words to it we are there to help put words to it to give that a voice that they can look at and be like 
aha, because that's a, a lot of it. That's where it was for me with whether it was watching some of Adam's stuff, you know, 10, 12 years ago. And then as, as it evolved, it was, you know, looking at Tom Woods and some of these other folks and then like reading Rothbard and like you, you start to see this like it's like, OK, wait, so I'm not crazy. Like the shit that I think and that I feel in my heart, someone has actually like put a whole lot of thought and research into this. And they've actually like, they, they've taken me from like zero to 100 instantly. Right. And hopefully we can do that same thing because that's where, when I, when I started to pay attention to what Hotep Jesus and uncle Hotep were doing three years ago, I started to see, Oh, wait a second. Like these guys are saying a lot of the same things that I'm saying and that I think, and that a lot of the people who I already pay attention to are saying, but they're also saying some other stuff that I think is really, really important. And so rather than argue with that stuff, which I may not completely agree with hundred percent of it, I think they need to be amplified. I think they need to be, I need to start getting more people to like listen to them and hear what they have to say, because I think that it's important and now you've started to see this 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 spreading, and I call it cross pollination because I think that's what we have is you you have this like hybridization of this stuff where you have like there's a little bit of Mises, a little bit of Rothbard, a little bit of Hotep, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of like um, I don't know Nation of Islam, Fruit of Islam sort of well, stuff. There's all yeah, there's all these different like these little sp spices and seasonings on this this beautiful smorgasbord that we have that really really appeals to where i think the answers are for how we get to where we want to go right and and the thing is there there, there was a reason i, I brought that um, you know the, one of the heads of the black panthers up on purpose and the reason mm -hmm. is because you know those people had ideas most of them were socialist let's just be clear most mm -hmm, of them were socialist mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah, avowedly so like they, they were outspoken right. Yeah, for sure. But it was because they were oppressed and those mm -hmm. people were looking for solutions. Those people were looking to stand together. And we're talking about a popular movement. People don't realize how big the Black Panthers were. And when you start adding to what the Black Panthers have, what we have, what anarchists have, you start putting those things together. Oh, my God. The state is got to be trembling in their shoes because you mm -hmm. get a bunch of ideologues like myself or like Chad or frankly Jones like you because whether or not you want to admit it or not you are um you know you put people like us thinkers together with people of action oh shit that's mm -hmm. when revolutions happen that's when and I'm not talking about violent revolutions I'm talking about people standing up and saying I will take this shit no more I will not be chained. I will not be held down. And that is the strength that the Hotep Nation brings together because it has those less socialist ideas, those less, um, I, I, it embraces the free market and embraces the ideas of freedom and puts it in, a, in front of the people palatably. And when you mix those two things, Man, that can almost be unstoppable. And and I think it comes back to what where we started this. The last time I'm aware of that that kind of energy came together was in the 1770s. And you have that kind of energy. People like 
you know, you know, because ultimately you had thinkers like Thomas Paine or Benjamin Franklin or those kinds of people. But you also had people like uh, Ethan Allen or um, or, or any dozen of other George Washington's another good example of people who are men of action. And when they came together, they were unstoppable and they changed the entire world. You know what? I mean, I, I don't I don't really know. Now I feel uncomfortable sometimes, you know, um talking about something that like like you know, like juxtaposing the two. Mm-hmm. So so for, for myself, this is just me speaking for me. I think that this whole movement and what we're we're a part of is something that we can't really quantify because it's never been done. Sure. Mm. And you know, it's just that's the most important thing. I think that's what makes it special. I think that when you look back on this in 10, 20 years, they're going to use this movement as an example to have what's right about people connecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is not about power, man. This is about putting people together to make the world better. This isn't about hurting. We, nobody's trying to hurt anybody. Nobody's trying to indoctrinate anybody, anything. Only thing we want, I, I'm just going to speak for me. I can't speak for everybody else. Only thing I want is I just want everybody to, to, to have the latitude and the space to, to, to live the life they want to live. For sure. Yeah. And Absolutely. I, so I, I want to say one thing, though, about um, the the power, the the because Doe and I actually talked about this when he was prepping for his uh, his keynote speech. Um about this this notion of power and I, I understand what you're saying it's this isn't about like gaining some sort of like unjust authority and like control and and like power mongering over people and because and i agree wholeheartedly but i i think that we have been uh orwellian newspeaked into this notion that like to speak of power is to speak of something that is either evil or is um less desirable and and yeah it becomes authoritarian and i will say like the opposite of power is powerlessness it's not you know kindness (laughs) you know so i think that like power something coming from power is okay when it comes from this the the place of like empowerment like being being uh unafraid to stand up and be who you are and to to lock arms with people who you can who you can stand you know shoulder to shoulder with, and fight the good fight together. Um, and so I'm not saying that to 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 uh, well, see, crack it, on that because I knew I know what you were saying, and you're right. Like it's not this isn't about like t- taking some sort of dominion over everyone or anything like that. This is about standing in our own you know spot, well, ten well, power, down and saying you know we we're standing up to this. Power is the capacity, the capacity or the ability to direct uh, influence or behavior of others, mm-hmm. right? If we're using it in that context, right? Because we're not using it in energy, you right. know what I mean? So when you do that, you can exert dominance upon others. So that's why I get uncomfortable with power and having, quote unquote, power. I get uncomfortable mm-hmm. with that, you yeah. know, or having physical strength, right? Mm-hmm. I See, my thing is, is that all of this is a school of thought that is a voluntary school of thought. Mm-hmm. It is exactly what so, you guys talk about all the time. I, I think that's right. the reason why, yeah. you know, there's such a symbiosis between mm-hmm. the Hotep Nation and, 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 and 
what you guys do with with, with anarchy. You know what I mean? And that's the reason why it all resonates with me. So, you know, like you get a guy like me who was just kind of, you know, I have my, my, my thoughts and, and, and I've had things that, that I believe, sure. but I, I feel like since I've locked back in with the homies, you know what I mean? I, I personally feel like it's made me better because now I can quantify all the things I've been feeling all of these. There days. you go. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I was talking about. That's exactly what I was talking about. It's like, that's what I think that like part of our mission is, is to be that place where somebody can say, all right, I think this is what I'm thinking, but like, I don't, it, it feels, you almost feel homeless to a certain extent. Like nobody yeah. else thinks the way I do. It's like a man without you, a country. Then when you find, yeah. you find this group of other people, it's like, holy shit. There's, there's not, not only am I not alone, but holy fuck. Like, there's a whole bunch of us and they're all really smart and (laughs) really good at shit. You know, like they're really, and they're really cool. Yeah. Like it's, it's a whole different vibe than like, you know, going to like the fucking, you know, uh, your favorite, uh, your favorite comic book character of all time is spider ham. And like, you go to the spider ham convention and there's like four of you, you know, like (laughs) it's it's not, it's it's a whole different vibe. Right, and I, I, I want to. I'm sorry, Jonesy. If Spider Ham is your favorite comic book character, I didn't mean to like <laughs> troll you. But. So I, I kind of want to get back to the the power discussion <laughs> to a, to a degree. Um, one of the things that in Thelema, the uh, which is the philosophy of Alistair Crowley, for those who haven't been scared yet. Mister um, <laughs> Crowley, exactly. <laughs> um, but in that in that uh, philosophy, there are three primary focuses or or energies, if you will, and they are Nuit, Hadit, and Rahur Kuit. And Nuit is a, a Egyptian goddess of of the night sky, and she represents yeah, love. French is and, Nuit, right? And, and and so she represents love. Then Hadit is intelligence. He is the mm. mind, and Rahur Kuit is power. And each of those individually, Nuit is just love that's all she is there is nothing else to her she has no knowledge she has no power at all and she's ineffectual and you have hadith who is all about intellect and he has nothing of uh of love or power and he can't do anything because he just thinks a lot and then you can't put that into action and raher kuwait is all about power and he's d- destructive and and fuck shit up all the time and in that kind of energy because he has no knowledge and no love, but you put those three together and you wind up with Hooper Croth, which is the God of silence. And with that, you get this silent power that is imbued with love, knowledge, and power. And when you get those three things in equal portions, you're unstoppable because you know, when to pull back, you know, when to stop, that's the love portion. You know what you're doing, and you have the power to make it happen. And that's what the Hotep Nation is gaining. Uh, they're not there yet, I don't think, but it's on its way. It is, it, you know, and the, the time that um, Crowley talked about that this energy would begin coming into play is really now. It really is this time. And we are facing some of the, the, the dying um, energies of a past that is gone. What what you know what we recognize as statism or or is um, whatever you know evil shit that the the world has been doing, that time is coming to an end. And people are go, oh, that doesn't make any sense at all. That doesn't make any sense because I look out and there's the COVID crap and all this nonsense. Yeah, right. 
but they would not be having to put propaganda on your TV every single night if they had control. Mm-hmm. And they would not have to force if they were getting everybody to do it. Mm-hmm. They would not have to do that. So they're losing control. And when they lose control and when that demon dies, because that demon will die, and it, I hope it happens in my lifetime, mm-hmm. when it does, something, a philosophy, will need to take its place. Now, as an anarchist, I want to talk about voluntary cooperation and those kinds of ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm good if the philosophy of Hotep and Build is what takes its place. Sign me the fuck up. I get the house on the left. And and, and I'm right there with mm-hmm. it. You get the house on the left. I get the house on the right. The best barbecue <laughs> you ever seen, baby. Chad brings a smoker. A I'll be uh, smoking the brisket in the house yeah, in the you, center. Listen, you you yeah. bring all of the you bring all the garden goods. I'll you smoke the crawfish. brisket. I bring the entertainment. Yeah. We got was that handle. song I was playing for you when we were in Vegas. It's like we got the crawfish burling, the <laughs> ribs on the grill. <laughs> It's time to chill. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. One of these days, and, and I'm hoping it happens next year, we're going to have a little Anarchon, too. And we're going to get our Anarchs. And Jonesy, you have got to come to this thing. We're talking about going to Chad's, to, to his uh, parents' house in Tennessee. And if we can pull that off, dude, just the fun that we will have. Yeah. Just bullshitting beyond beyond all the philosophy and all the the that stuff, man. That would just be amazing. We're gonna have to for all of us to you know, facts, and we're gonna have to ask him for like specific page numbers of when something was because that's the only way you can trump him on anything. Like you're like because you'd be like, all right, Marcus, who said this? And he'd be like, uh, that was uh, and whoever it'll be like like Voltaire Declare or something like that. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, like he, because Marcus just be like, that was that Jeffrey Doucher circa 1980, <laughs> 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 1859. Like, the page and paragraph number, oh, it doesn't count, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, right. And then I'd be fucked because most of the yeah. time I get most of the, of the, right, the right, quote, right. but I fuck up the quote a lot, but I, I get the gist. But hey, look, I, I got a, yeah, I got a, I got a bolt because uh, we're over at my parents' house. It's getting late and uh, they're, okay. they're, we're, we're trying to get, uh, my mother-in-law back home and everything. Hopefully we still have power when we get back, but uh, no, this has been awesome. Okay. Real quick. Uh, Jonesy, did you say who's Voltaire declare or who's Voltaire? No, 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 no. I know. I just, I was just making a joke. I was like, okay. Okay. I was like, no, he was, he was doing a jeopardy answer. Like right. Right. For sure. <laughs> but Jonesy, thank you for joining us tonight. And, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't add, I didn't add much value to the show. The hell you oh, did shit, Shut up. Oh, hell the, dude. Y- you are always welcome here. You know that yeah. because you're, you're my Brown brother, man. That's just, where right. it's at <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And, and so you know I, I i really have to say and i, I know that people might get right <laughs> the, 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 the thing is man <laughs> i mean technically we, like marcus is kind of red right now so like you know colored like you know makes it makes sense he's, he's i told he's marcus he, he, yo, he, he is he is the danny glover oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm too old for this shit. Uh, for sure, dude. I am too old for this shit. I want to sit at home and do nothing. I wish the state would just stop being dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be able to sit back, play my drum, 
talk to God and smoke a bunch of weed. That's what I would love to do every day. But unfortunately, yes, you know, unfortunately, we got a state that says they're trying to kill my kids and I, I got to do something about that. So fight the power. Yeah, that's right. All right. But I, I got to say, Chad, to you, just in closing, I really appreciate uh, everything that you have brought to this channel. And I want to say that it was you that brought me to the Hotep Nation, and I will be indebted to you forever for that as well. So there we go. Hotep Nation represent. There you go, Jonesy. I see it. I, I see it. Bill. Hotep and Bill. That's right. Love everybody. Thank thanks all the Hotep Nation folks for for coming in and joining us. And uh, again, thanks to shout out to this Hotep. man too. Yeah, thanks to Hotep Jesus, Uncle Hotep, uh, MG Dodubes. Brody and Halima for putting on an amazing weekend for, uh, you know, and all the folks at Ahern hotel, chef Mark and all those guys, like we, they, they blew us away from sunup to sundown every day. And then even well past sundown <laughs> on some nights, uh, with, with food and drink, um, like until our hearts and, and guts were full. It was amazing. And, uh, I can't wait until next year. If y'all missed it, I don't know what to tell y'all, but you next better not year, miss man. it next time. Don't miss it again. And with that, Marcus, stay free, my friends. Peace.